You're listening to the Moody Mommies Podcast. Audio warning. You may or may not hear kids screaming and yelling in the background. Or us screaming or yelling at them to keep it together. mommies have returned it is i jessica and i'm vanessa what are we going to talk about today jess today we're bringing on one of my very 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 close friends who is finally expecting i feel like i've waited so long for this we've planned this forever as soon as i had my first baby i just could not wait for her children to be born so we could do this together and it's finally happening but it has been very hectic because of COVID. Like, what is pregnancy like during COVID? I could not even imagine. We're lucky enough to get her to chat with us and tell us what her experience has been like so far. I guess we'll just go ahead and bring her on. Hi, you don't have to put Hi. your video on if you don't want. Oh, it's fine. I wanted to see your face. Where's your face at? Ugh, you don't want to see it. I'm not even dressed. <laughs> So, how have you been feeling lately? Good. Yeah, I'm so excited to finally have you on. <laughs> Wait, are we already recording? Is this it? This is it. We're here. We're chatting. This is it. It's happening. You've arrived. Okay. You're a moody mommy. Made it now. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> All the hesitation and the pushback, and now I'm here. Yeah, I don't know why you made it such a big deal, but you're fine. It's just going to be a regular <laughs> regular conversation. But I was just talking about how I could not wait for you to get pregnant. That we talked about it for so long. And every time I was just like, just do it. Like, what are you waiting for? And it was always another trip, another trip. I was like, I know. there's always going to be another trip, okay? Put a baby in that uterus right away. <laughs> I know. I think it was like three, three or four big trips after the quote-unquote last trip I was yeah. ever going to have. <laughs> yeah. 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 Three years later. Three years later. So now that we are here, what's it been like? It's been good. Uh, the baby's been really good to me. I didn't have any morning sickness or any real uh, symptoms. I did get a little bit of uh, heartburn at the beginning, but it kind of went away really quick. I don't, I mean, I, I've gotten sciatica pain like a couple times now that I'm bigger, but outside of that, he's been super good. So how many weeks are you now? 28. Going to 29. Ah, you're already more than halfway there. Yes. What we really want to know is how has this entire COVID thing affected you and your pregnancy? The, the most evident thing was that we really wanted to do a baby moon. And obviously, because of COVID, we can't. So that's been the only thing that I feel has really affected us. And obviously, like not being able to be there with family. I remember I told you just that last time uh, when I saw the picture of you and your mom and you were like super pregnant, your mom was holding your belly. That made me kind of sad because I wouldn't be able to do that with my mom. Yeah. So. But outside of that, we're we're safe. We work from home, both me and my husband. So I feel like it's been good and we're very privileged to be able to to do that. Yeah. You guys are. Yeah. You guys are. So the baby's safe. And we have really amazing family. Like my husband's cousin brings us groceries from Costco all the time. So we don't even have to go to the grocery store, which is amazing. Yeah. That is nice. Even I mean, I yeah. know there's Instacart and stuff, but all those things you can't even get a time you have to wait you have to be up yeah like 4 a.m trying to place an order yeah well the the, at the very beginning um we were able to get amazon fresh just one order and after that we haven't been able to get anything so what we do to like kind of supplement like um just having like 
bulk of Costco food is do HelloFresh meals. So we cook from that. Okay. So that makes it more interesting. So it just gets delivered to your house every couple... Is it every day or how often do you guys get that? Every week you get like three meals for, for two people. So then you get to cook something different every time. They're really, really simple recipes, which I like because I don't like to uh, take too long cooking. So that helps us so that our food isn't the same old boring stuff. That's what our house is. It's always a, a different version of the same thing. Yeah. Baby carrots with hummus have now become my new go-to snack. And almond, chocolate-covered almonds. Have you guys had, this is totally off topic, but have you guys had those caramels from Costco? They're like salted caramel? Mm-mm. They're so good. Some mom that I know posted about them on her story, and I messaged her, order me some of those. I need those chocolates in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I ran out of Zoe's school chocolates. I ate them all already. <laughs> <laughs> I need more and I'm not leaving this house for them. Yeah, that's the sad part. I really wanted like sauces and spices and other stuff that like you would get from like Trader Joe's or or Safeway, but um I don't think it's worth it. The risk, huh? It's so crazy. Never did we think that going to the grocery store would be like risking our lives. Going yeah. to war. Yeah. No, and one of the things too that like now has become a little bit of a slap in the face for me is that, I mean, this is kind of bad and I don't want to uh, hurt anyone's feelings, but I always did criticize the parents that were extra germophobic. <laughs> and now I feel like I'm going to, I'm going to probably be like that for a while. Right. Because oh, it yeah. is the situation that we're in mm. going to be the mom that I always criticize. So <laughs> we got to be careful. That's, that's <laughs> why I try to stay judge free and just, not open my mouth so I don't put my foot into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So besides from not having to leave the house for groceries, how are doctor appointments looking for you these days? So I've only had two uh, since COVID started. And one of them was to draw out some blood. So I didn't go to my actual OB. I, I went to another place. And that was fine. No one was there. I think people were just kind of scared to go get their blood drawn. And I think I was like the only patient the time I went. But I was fully covered. I looked kind of ridiculous. I was wearing glasses and a mask and gloves. But one of the things that really shocked me and gives me anxiety every time I go to an appointment is that I feel like the, the nurses and the staff aren't as careful. Like I definitely saw some people without masks. I saw some people carelessly open doors and not disinfect like because I have seen uh, nurses and staff like disinfect after touching things and then you see the ones that don't care and they're just coming in and out and that day I had a lot of anxiety because what do they call it when they, when they test whether or not you have digestional diabetes oh, is it the glucose test? yeah yeah the right. glucose test yeah yeah it was the glucose test so I have to stay there for an hour right and the whole time there were two of, of, of the people working and the back coughing. Uh, so my anxiety levels were super high and it was very nerve wracking. Yeah. I feel like, you know, people in that industry, some of them do get very laxed about how, oh, let me wear a mask. Let me have, you know, gloves and things constantly. I think they were already kind of behaving like that before this began and, so they're not taking the severity and the precautions as strictly as they should be. And it's like, come on, you're front line. Like, it's so important yeah. for you to be doing that. And even, like, the staff. Like, you hear your your coworkers coughing. Like, send them home, you know? We, you don't yeah. need, especially when there's pregnant, expecting people in the waiting room just trying yeah. to make sure that things are going well and you're giving them anxiety for a whole nother reason so right exactly and I have an OB appointment next week and at my OB's office um, I did the same like I was in full gear I definitely saw people at the front desk not wearing their masks and again it really really increased my anxiety just because it makes me wonder like how many people they interact with and people go right. really close to them 
and they're over here like giving people pens to sign and they're touching the pens. I don't know how much often they sanitize their hands, but I'm just like thinking of all these scenarios of how they can catch COVID and give it to me. Oh, no. <laughs> and you're one of my friends that are the most overthinkers. So I can only mm-hmm. imagine what you're going yep. through. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you're just texting me like, "Oh my god, all these people." No, it's it's scary. And yeah. there was there was only one other um so actually at Myopi they did allow the partners to come in with with a pregnant person. There was a lady and her partner there. Did your husband go with you too or you were alone? Well, we thought because we read everywhere, uh we thought that that partners weren't allowed because that actually increases the exposure. So, we were trying to be safe and he stayed outside in the car. He was there, he was just outside. Have they gone over what the delivery room is going to look like for you guys yet or do you think that might be the next appointment? Yeah, no, so the birthing center has been really good. So the birthing center is outside of uh where I go to my OB. Mm-hmm. They're really, really good. So they canceled our tour. So we were supposed to go on tour actually the the two like a week after this this whole lockdown started. And they sent me an email saying they were gonna cancel and sent us a bunch of information. And the person who sent that email actually has been answering all my questions via email. So they've been super helpful. Like she answers right away. Like literally her response time is like an hour or less. So I, I feel at least I have someone to really communicate with. She sent over like resources for birthing classes online, breastfeeding classes online as well. So I feel like at least they're supporting us and for that birth center, it I also feel really comfortable just because they have a lot of resources for for mothers who do want to do a natural birth, which I kind of want to do, but <laughs> I don't know if if I will actually go through with it. Um but they do have like birth balls and a bunch of different resources for us when we're there. So, they also sent me a template to to create my birth plan and submit that to my doctor and to them. You're going to have the baby at a birthing center instead of the hospital? Well, it's part of the hospital, but it, there's a different entrance and everything. So, it also makes me feel safer, right? Because I don't have to enter through the general entrance. So, in that PDF that they sent me, they actually told me where to park and how to enter so that I don't accidentally go through the hospital. And I had to go in through the emergency room. Then they're having us fill in the paperwork ahead of time too. So they've sent me documents that I should fill out before I get there so that I don't spend time filling out paperwork when I'm in labor. Yeah, and get you in your own little area as soon as possible. Yes, yes. And they have private rooms, which I don't know if it's normal, but that's yeah. cool to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I had a private room with both kids. Oh, I guess maybe the private room is to recover, right? Or you would have private room regardless during your delivery. I had private rooms for my delivery and for my stay. Yeah. Imagine giving... Yeah, it wouldn't make sense for you to give birth next to another lady. <laughs> they just pop out their baby real quick and you're like, damn it! Yeah. Where's my baby? Mm-hmm. So, okay, so you're just going to go in there, and since you guys don't have to worry about accessing the rest of the hospital, is it okay for your husband to be in the room with you while you're delivering? Yeah, he he's allowed to be in there, but I can't have anyone else. So, originally, because I did want a natural birth, we were thinking about looking into doulas, but they don't allow the doulas to be in there. So, that's why we want to take birthing classes so that uh, my husband could be my your coach. Doula. Doula. <laughs> Did you plan to have anyone else in there? Like your mom? Or... No, no, it was just going to be us and, and maybe a doula if we did that. I think it would be less intimate if too many people were in the room. So we want it to be intimate for sure. I am imagining this room the day that you're giving birth to your baby. I feel like he would be the type. He, I'm sure he's going to surprise me, but I feel like he's the type that would pass out during you pushing. <laughs> Classic. Uh-huh. Good thing he's not here either. Make sure there's a video camera in the room in case this happens so we can hopefully share it. <laughs> no, I think, it, yeah. I mean, who knows, right? Because it is a, we did uh, talk about whether or not we would record it, but 
I don't know. It seems I, I keep going back and forth on that because it seems less intimate. Like you're less in the moment if you're recording and it's only both of us, right? So I would want him to be in the moment. Well, if you yeah. just set it up on the side and you guys aren't yeah. dealing with it, it should be fine. Mm-hmm. If it's not like he has to hold it, if he just sets it up, have it at a good angle, you are not even going to know that it's there. You're not going to be thinking about it because so nope. much else is going to be going on. Yeah. Put, put like a GoPro um, on the side. Mm-hmm. Get a wide angle view. Yeah, you don't have to be all up in there. Just, just get the room. Tell the nurses to hold it for me. Yeah, right. <laughs> They'll be like, um, we need to shut that off right now. I don't know. I mean, my biggest fear is that they're going to force me to do a C-section. We watched this documentary the other day, The Business of Being Born. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of freaked me out because it just shows how some doctors, because of like their their time or because they're busy and they they want to get home faster to their family they kind of force some mothers into doing c-sections and they're not actually giving you a fair shot at laboring so as a first-time mom I really want to be given a shot so I'm trying to figure out how long I could stay home before going to the hospital so that I'm not in that situation where I get forced to have a c-section well I mean I the way that it sounds is that your birthing center is really pro natural birth. So I think that they'll wait it out with you as long as it takes. And they'd only, (laughs) they'd only do it for an emergency, you know, only if you were unsafe for the baby. Yeah, no, I I really hope so. Um, Cause that documentary totally scared me. And everyone, if you read, like, as I was looking at OBs and doing research on OBs, like all of them say that their specialty or like their, their preference are natural births. But then when you actually look at the numbers in the hospitals, like most births are C-sections. So why is there that huge discrepancy? It just seems like they're lying, right? And when I asked my OB if what her thoughts were around me possibly getting a C-section, she said that, oh, that because I'm short, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that maybe there's a higher chance. But she didn't necessarily say like for sure you're having one. She just said you just have to make sure you eat well and you exercise, so you don't get too big and it doesn't affect your your ability to to be able to deliver your baby vaginally. But the fact that she talked about my height kind of like bothered me too because how is that gonna affect me? You're like, hey, yeah. that's discrimination. <laughs> <laughs> Little people can have natural births too. Jessica did it. I did it. I did it twice. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and one time just, naturally. Mm-hmm. Just try to walk a lot. You know, they say it helps. So yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's the thing, right? Because of COVID, we're not as active. So right. Yeah, yeah. Right. my mom always tells me to just get up and walk around the house. Um, but walk because I'm working so much during the day, I don't have the opportunity to always walk. I just need to maybe schedule um, time to walk, which kind of sounds kind of silly, but. Otherwise, I feel like I probably wouldn't do it. I only walk to the bathroom during breaks. <laughs> do you have a Fitbit or an Apple Watch or something? I do, but I need to charge it. I should probably use it. That's a good idea. Yeah, it takes like 30 minutes to charge. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even know where it is, but yeah. I'll look for it. You should. I have to force myself to. Otherwise, I'll just not move. Yeah. No, that's true. I probably walk like 50 steps a day. That's not (laughs) true. (laughs) So another thing that has changed during this time for your plans is that you had to come up with a new plan for how you're going to have a baby shower. Yes, yes. And you're you're heading my baby shower committee. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I was really sad about that. I was was actually hoping because my baby showers originally – I was supposed to have two, one that my mom was hosting in Southern California and then another one up here that my mother-in-law was going to host. And I thought that maybe by the time that the baby showers were coming, things would get better, but I don't see any hope. So you've been helping me plan this virtual baby shower that we're now doing. It sounded like, I mean, at first when I heard of the term virtual baby shower, I was like, what are we going to do? How are, How is this even going to work? And I got on the phone with Jessica and another friend of mine, and they just had all these ideas about DJ and games and all this stuff. So 
as I was putting together the notes from from what we talked about, it got me a little bit more excited because this is going to be a friend's one. My friends are more technically savvy. So I think that we'll get this one going really well. My mother-in-law is still going to host me one too. And I think it's going to be virtual as well. Well, if it is, it's going to have to be virtual as well. And in that one, it's just going to be like a bunch of cousins and uh, younger family members probably helping out the older family members that don't know how to use technology. Technology, yeah. So we'll see how that one goes. When I put together the notes, because I just did it today, I typed them up. I had them already written somewhere. It just made me really excited to think about like how it's actually going to work. And as long as we're not all talking over each other, I think it'll be fun and we'll still be able to do some games and stuff. But it is really sad because the 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 thing that excites me most about baby showers are like the active and engaging games, like the changing the diaper of the baby and like competing against someone else, changing the diaper, or like yeah. playing um, those like funny, inappropriate games that my mom always likes to do. <laughs> Dude, your mom is the best at games. I'm really, really going to miss her being there for your uh, bridal shower. What were they doing? They played like pop the balloon without using your hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, Vanessa, her mom like grabbed onto one of her friends like by the hips and was like humping her so hard trying to <laughs> pop the balloon. <laughs> Do you remember my mom's friend who like swallowed a banana hole as well for the other game? Yeah. yeah. Love them. I love them. I'll yeah. never forget that. And your friend, she was just like, her face was just like, like, what's <laughs> happening to me? Yeah, and, and all of us were so in the moment. We were all like crawling and I mean, <laughs> laughing and crying and falling on the floor because of, it was so funny. Like, no one recorded anything. So uh -oh. we don't have memories of that. Or my like, mind recordings will never of that we have. Yeah. No, my mind will never forget either. <laughs> But that was fun. Yeah, I'm definitely going to miss that. And like my mom is so into throwing parties and Shit. and being social. So I think that I'm really missing out on all that and like seeing family in person, right? Like nothing, no videos, no pictures um, together, pictures like will ever replace having that like physical connection. So I'm really sad that we won't get to have that. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully we can do like a well, hopefully by the time the baby's one, we can actually have a party. Yeah, by the time he's one. We'll, we'll play baby shower games at the party. I was just thinking that. I'm going to make your mom. <laughs> Get it together. No, I'm sure she'll come games. up with other games that are appropriate for kids, but also fun. For first birthday games? Yeah. It'll be great. Yeah. It'll be great. She's really good at that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So some ideas that we had in case there was anybody who's listening that might have to throw a virtual baby shower as well is we put a time limit on it so that way we're not just endlessly in a video chat and not knowing when we should play a game or it's obviously not going to be an all-day afternoon thing so we decided that we'd host the games for about an hour and we'd pick one of your friends to pretty much lead host mm -hmm. the, host the event we're gonna do like four or five games in that time and the prizes we're gonna offer gift cards. Yeah, gift cards. And after that hour, whoever wants to stay on will watch you open gifts. And the way we'll be sending gifts is either through Amazon or Target and get them delivered especially to you and then write, you know, that it's a gift on there and have the notes of who it's from. So Yeah. No, and my favorite idea too that one of you brought up was uh to have a DJ. So mm -hmm. in between each games we're gonna have some fun songs so that people could get hyped up before the next game so mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. oh and uh one i think an important thing that we decided on to make sure everybody has the same templates while we're playing the games is to create a pdf file send it to everybody like a week or two before so they could print it out and be ready to play the games so it's it's pretty easy it's not as complicated as we thought it was going to be no. You don't have we'll, to worry. We'll see how it actually goes. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be good. <laughs> yeah, I know for sure. You don't have to worry about feeding everyone. Yeah, I guess that's a pro, but um, I was actually looking forward to the, the taquero that my mom was oh. going to hire. So I'm really sad about that. Well, yeah. 
I know. No tacos for us. Maybe we can we can have people eat tacos at home. <laughs> oh, <not laughs> <the> tacos. <laughs> That'll be like, everyone, we can do that. Make some tacos or else get off That'd my call. Fun. Wait, since you're cutting out this whole section, can I make a really funny comment? Sure. Did you guys notice instead of saying gestational diabetes, I said digestional diabetes? <laughs> <laughs> cut that out too. Just, just put whatever Vanessa nope, said. No, we never cut out when we butcher words. Nope. That's a rule. Oh, yeah. Word butcher stay in. <laughs> oh my God. It's because it was making me nervous. So at, when we first started, he was staring at me. He's not here anymore. But when we first started, like, I even see a change in my voice because I was so nervous. I didn't even want to speak. And I'm killing your vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do not ear hustle my podcast here. <laughs> so what I was going to say is, have you and your husband thought of a plan of who's going to be in charge of what for the first couple weeks that the baby's born? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I honestly feel like very underprepared for for all that. And it was very evident um, a few days ago. I think I told you that I had a little bit of a scare because my baby's really active or was really active. A few days ago, he just kind of stopped like he would move a little bit, but it wasn't like his normal active self. So he usually like rolling and punching and doing all this crazy stuff so it like diminished quite a bit and when I called the my OB they were like okay we'll do this like well they told me drink a lot of um cold water lay down and if in the first 30 minutes your baby doesn't move go to the emergency room or like go to your birth center um which was really scary to me because then that could mean like the baby's coming soon I don't even have the baby room ready I don't even have anything ready like I have some diapers, but talking to my mother-in-law, it seems like I definitely don't have enough based on how often babies go past bowel movement and pee. It was it was a harsh reality that we're definitely underprepared. So I need to think about all that. Right now, I mean, we barely finished our baby registry, which is kind of late too when thinking about how soon other people do it because we were just thinking about how the fact that um, my brother-in-law and his partner had they had their baby registry done like five months ahead of time and I'm two months away from giving birth and I barely finished yeah. and I haven't really sent it to anyone <laughs> you haven't <laughs> I like begged you for it I was like send me what you have let me go over it let me check your work I'm just kidding <laughs> I know. No, and, and you were super helpful because actually if you wouldn't have seen it I would have had a very crappy list and I feel like I feel really comfortable now after having like talked to you and having watched a bunch of YouTube videos about what's the essentials because there's definitely like a lot of luxury stuff that people add to registries and I definitely have some of that because I want to have like certain decor and uh, a certain feel to to the nursery but I feel like other people probably go overboard with some of the luxury items so Hopefully I, I did okay in balancing it out, try to have a little bit of balance because I do want, I don't want the baby's room to look super cheap either, right? So, right. <laughs> yeah. And then either way, like one of the things too, and the, the best advice that I think you gave me, um, I don't recall who told me this, but it's like, don't be afraid to add as many items because then you get a discount after. So even if people don't buy for you, you could buy it at a discount. So you're already saving. And if you really, really want them, you should put anything you want on there, which was a really good piece of advice. Then you get to save some money. I think you have a really good list, but there was some stuff that you were asking me earlier. And I said that Vanessa and I might have some better advice for you together. Yeah. I actually wrote it down because I was going to forget, so I can ask you. Okay. <laughs> so the first question was, how many baby showers do I actually, I mean, how many ba baby bottles, showers, baby <laughs> bottles do I actually need? Because um, I, 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 I had this checklist that, that I got from Baby List, and it says that you need like 8 to 12 bottles. I'm planning to breastfeed, so I hope that not all those bottles are needed. <laughs> but um, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. So I, I don't know how many bottles to add. I only added four for now. What do you think, I Vanessa? Think that's okay. I mean, if your plan is to breastfeed, I would say four is enough. I mean, of course, they're washable and 
if you are going to be doing nothing but nursing and skin to skin, especially in the beginning, I think that should be right. more than enough. It's a good number to start with. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. I, I, um, Cindy, who we had on recently too, I asked her her opinion because I know that she does a lot of bottle feeding with her children. And with her son, she was breastfeeding him a little bit, um, but she did continue to pump. So she was giving him breast milk and she said that she had, I think, a four pack. Then she just like got a couple more bottles here and there. So it sounded like she had about six for him um, in total. I saw on baby list that there was one where you can try a bunch of them out. But then the problem with that is if your baby only likes one of them, then you only have one bottle because it's one right. each. Yeah. Some babies can be very particular about the type of bottle that they like. So, of course... I like to just like, oh, I'm going to stock up and buy everything of this. But with babies, you kind of can't do that until you right. learn each other. So, I mean, maybe the four pack that you have is good. And maybe like choose another brand that has a lot of good ratings that you can kind of have. So if the baby doesn't want to take one, you have another backup to try. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I when you showed me the different ones that you were looking at and I asked you to send me what the variety pack looked like, I thought that that one was perfect because there's the different bottles and you can find out which nipple that he's most comfortable with. And then from there you could buy more of that brand. Yeah. No, uh, for sure. Because yeah, I mean the same thing with Justine, we were trying to get her to take the bottle because I had to go back to work and we were just going out and buying more and buying more. And the one that ended up working for her was the Komotomo. So I only bought that one for Elise and I bought a two pack to see, you know, how it was going to go. And she didn't even want to take it. And since I decided not to go back to work, I just forgot about it. And now she's, I mean, she's almost eight months, so she doesn't even really need the bottle at this point because she could drink from a cup, so. Right. Yeah, and that's one of the things, too, that my mom was telling me to think about. It's like you try not to go overboard on the registry because your baby is only going to use some things for a very short period of time. And then what are you going to do with, with the stuff, right? Like you're going to have to figure out who wants it and maybe some people don't need it and you're just going to have a bunch of stuff in your house until someone actually wants it because then you're going to feel bad throwing it away. Mm -hmm. um, That's so, where I'm at yeah, right now. Yeah. I, sent, <laughs> I sent her. You turn into a, a baby hoarder like us. <laughs> oh my God. I had all my stuff from Justine still just because I didn't know if I was going to have another baby or not. And now that I feel confident that we're not going to do it again, I went on, I added her and a couple of my other pregnant girlfriends in a group chat and sent them a bunch of stuff like, who wants this stuff? You can have it. It's yeah. free. <laughs> That's going to be me. Mm -hmm. Take me. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, no, I want more than one kid. So maybe I'll keep it for, for the next baby because we're getting a bunch of because um, the, the color scheme that I really want is like gray and white and maybe a little bit of color, but mostly gray and white. And I feel like that's pretty gender neutral. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And then another question that I had, and this is actually the big one because uh, my husband and I kept going back and forth on this, is how much clothes is too much and what sizes should you get at the beginning? Because we're trying to add a few baby clothing items, not a lot, just like the essentials, like the onesies and or footsies or whatever you call them. I don't know if zero to having too much zero to three is and what is too much, right? Like, cause we're only like putting in like four things or something, but <laughs> I don't know. Everything feels like too much right now because we don't have the baby. So we don't know what he's going to need yet. I feel like clothes is, ugh, there's never too many clothes, you know, <laughs> especially when they're very, very tiny because like literally it could be, an explosion all over their clothes like every couple of hours so you're just constantly changing 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 onesies are going to be life pjs are going to be life especially zero to three like okay and especially because we're in quarantine right now you're really not going to be going too many places and not that you're right. going to want to leave with a newborn baby so i would say zero to three you really can't have an too many cozy clothes especially and then like the cuter little fancier outfits you know three to six months and up that's when they're a little bit more 
able to be more mobile and hold their head up. So you put on their little cute outfits to have their photo shoots and stuff like that. So yeah, I just you can't really go wrong with clothes, but definitely tr- try not to forget to to use them because before you know it, they grew out of that super cute outfit that you were like, oh, I'm going to wait to put this on them for this special day or this special outing. Right. And then they outgrew it. So no, for sure. Yeah, no, and we're not putting like too many special outfits. I do like like the little like bow tie kind of outfits for little boys. Those are adorable. So, yeah, so I did put one of those, but outside of that, nothing too fancy. Um, For me, I feel like I like to get use out of the clothes that I have. So in the beginning, I didn't, I didn't have a baby shower the second time around, so I didn't have many outfits for her. And I was okay with that. I was okay. She, Fortunately, she didn't spit up a lot when she was small. She didn't have many back poops, so I didn't do have to do a lot of changing for her. I was able to keep it to, like, two outfits a day. Um, You know, like, the, her one outfit and then her pajama after. And it worked out pretty well. But when she turned... For Christmas time, she was around three months. My mom went crazy and bought her so many outfits. I felt like I couldn't even keep up with changing her. Like, I didn't want to change her that much. I felt like I only got to put things on her, like, one time or just for a few hours. And I wasn't really happy with that because I like being able to use things more than one time. Yeah. No, and I think I'm there with you. That's why I want to make sure that I'm not getting too much of things that the baby's going to grow out of that I won't get to use because I also want to get use out of it. Um, yeah. I, I think I, I feel the same way. Um, but but based on what you told me, two outfits a day, I definitely have way too little clothes right <laughs> <laughs> The biggest thing is that you don't know how your baby is going to be because like Danya, her baby was spitting up so much she was changing him like three or four times a day because he was just getting like milk all over himself and you can't leave him like that you know if you're if you're getting if you're lactating a lot and they're just getting milk all over their neck and all over their clothes they'll start to smell so you have to be changing them and i have big boobs so we'll see (laughs) and then the other question that i had for you ladies was around pacifiers so the list that I saw, too, said that you need four to six pacifiers. That seems a little excessive. So I wanted to get your opinion. I did a pacifier with my first daughter. And that, I kind of just bought them as I needed them. And she was very particular to the type that she liked. So it was like, we couldn't lose those things for the life of us. You know, we just kind of took really, really good care of them, had a little case for them. Yeah. But my second daughter, I didn't even offer one to her at all. So I didn't use them at all with my second. But for your second, too, you were at that point, you were staying home. And so you were able to pretty much soothe her the whole time. I think that's what definitely that's kind of what a difference can be. Because when I had the kids, I never offer them a pacifier, right? Because I'm their human pacifier. (laughs) Like, what do they need it for? They don't even want to take it from me. Just like they won't take a bottle from me. So I feel like that's really something that is going to be more beneficial for your husband than it will be for you because you'll be able to soothe them just fine. But like Vanessa was saying is that the babies are going to be really particular about which pacifier they take. I think this time around I bought maybe two or three different ones and there was only one type that she would take. The other ones she won't even mess with. I put one of the little cute ones with the with the a animal. toy on it mm-hmm. yeah and then two of of the regular ones because one of the things that I read too that and one of the reasons why I wanted pacifiers is that I, I read that they do help with preventing not not necessarily preventing but oh, for and SIDS? I don't know they, yeah with SIDS yeah I, I don't I, I honestly I need to look into that research because I only read it in one place and I don't know how accurate that is but that kind of scared me so I was like okay I need a pacifier <laughs> well I mean once they fall in this fall into a deep sleep they usually just spit them out anyways they won't really keep them in the whole time maybe that's why they say four four to six because in case the babies are spitting them everywhere and you don't want to mm-hmm. give them the same one or you yeah. don't have 
to wash them. Mm-hmm. You'll lose them too. They <laughs> they I'll toss not them out stay <laughs> <laughs> That's why what's cool is if you get those little, um, they're kind of like a pacifier leash. Yeah, the clips that you just put them through and you can clip it under their clothes. But the babies rip those off too. They're not a one hundred percent guarantee. You're not losing your pacifiers. Right. No, that's a good idea. I didn't think about that. I think that if you're going to do pacifiers, I think maybe starting off with four, you'll be fine. And then see how the baby's doing with them. And if you feel like you want to get more or try a different style, that would probably be the best route to go. Okay. And one last question. I know you don't really pump, but based on what you've heard other people, and, and I don't know if, Vanessa, if you've if you used a pumping machine, but how many bags of milk do you need to store your your breast milk because I'm definitely like I'm, I'm only going to be home for the babies like first five months and after I have to go back to work so I do need to seriously think about pumping because I do want to give the baby breast milk for for as long as possible your boobs are huge bagger. so you're gonna need a lot of bags okay <laughs> well if that's if I bags. produce yeah we'll we'll see if I produce enough people can't even if they have huge boobs so I was not a pumper so this is definitely going to be a question for Jess because I know with Justine she had to go back to work so with Luna I didn't so I was just you know her mobile milk machine so (laughs) here I am baby where's your milk you're in the the bag (laughs) (laughs) Um, so with Justine, I probably, I would go and pump two times a day and I would use a bag for each breast. So in the beginning, so that would be four bags per day, basically. And it kind of slows down because your milk production will change based off of how much your baby's actually eating. And as they grow, the milk itself is just different. It fluctuates. Yeah. So around four months, which you'll still be home, that's typically when you'll get, it'll seem like you have a drop in your supply because you've really kind of, your body knows what it needs to make, like it evens itself out to what the baby's actually eating. So if you want to pump more, you're going to have to go like in between feedings to bulk your supply. But Stimulate. uh Uh-huh. So don't buy any bags because I have boxes of bags because people were giving them to me because they weren't going through them either. So I'll send them with I'll send them with your mom. I have Okay. Because before I had the baby too, I had to use up my FSA and I said, "Oh, let me just order these bags from them." I haven't even opened the box. <laughs> All right. But well, uh, take them off. Yeah, you don't need them. <laughs> Um, you're supplied you're uh-huh. <laughs> but I would say for somebody who was wondering that just buy one of those little boxes from Medela or whoever and that case should do fine but yeah I would consider like four bags a day okay what about is there any baby gear that you were you were asking me about the outlet sock a lot yes well, I kept going back and forth on that because uh, SIDS is one of the things that really scares me, right? So um, I have a couple of friends who have used it and trust it and really like it. Um, but even they have only used it for like two months, right? So um, it seems like it's quite a a pricey item for for not being used a lot and then reading the reviews there were some moms that talked about um the fact that it doesn't work all the time and it goes offline and um it has some false positives and and things like that that which aren't i mean for paying that much for a little foot thing it seems like not worth it especially if you're going to be sleeping with your kid like you mentioned uh so I don't know. I mean, I kept going back and forth on that one. I, I, I eventually decided not to do it um, just because I am going to be there for the baby and just checking up on him. Um, but knowing how, how I am, I feel like it would have given me a little bit of a peace of mind, but I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing about those. I have a cousin who used it, and the false alarms are, like, so traumatic. You know, you wake up in the middle of the night, and you're just, like, your worst nightmare is happening. And then it's like, oh, just kidding. It's just a false alarm. So, it, I mean, the idea of it is great, but to have that happen to you, and you're overly panicked, and it was for nothing, it it is unfortunate. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a hard, it's like, you damned if you do, damned if you don't, so. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a tough one. And it is really expensive, so you would hope that it would be, like, 100% effective, but exactly. it's just not. And I feel like for, if you are going to pay for something that pricey, it definitely should be, so. Yeah, for Justine, I had something, it wasn't a stock that wasn't invented yet, I don't think, or at least I hadn't heard of it. But uh, one of our cousins had given me something that goes on their waistline, kind of like tucked into their diaper somewhere. And it like, I guess it tracks their movement. Maybe I was using it in the beginning and I think it did like a false alarm twice. And I was like, forget it. I'm just going to, I'll just watch her. That's more. Yeah. I'll just never sleep again. <laughs> yeah. With, with our with our first like literally we're like all right i'll take day shift you take night shift like we're just gonna stare at this baby (laughs) to make sure she is alive at all moments of her life because she's our everything Mm -hmm. we can't take our eye off of her you know right it's really scary it it really is and just all the things you have to think about in those first few months you know till you're out of the woods a little bit if i wouldn't have read those bad reviews honestly i would have done it like without thinking Right. But just reading those reviews and seeing that, like, I feel like it's worse to to get false positives than anything else, right? Yeah, definitely. You're already... You're already worried beyond belief, so it's like, don't play with my heart. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're going to learn the tricks of just putting your finger underneath your nose to feel for hot air coming out and (laughs) a little mirror. I'll I'll, I'll tie my hand somewhere and I'll sleep with my leg above. Just floating above. Yeah. (laughs) What about, have you thought of, or picked a baby carrier that you want to use? Yes. So I didn't really pick it, to be honest, because we're going to get a hand-me-down from my husband's brother Mm. because he never used it. So it's a brand new baby carrier and it's a good brand. So we're just going to try that. And then I also looked into getting a wrap just because I am uh, more petite and curvy at the same time. So I want something that will like curve to to my body and not make me feel uncomfortable. So um, I'm looking into a wrap just because I feel like I would feel more comfortable with a wrap and then my husband can do the baby carrier, the normal baby carrier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love the wrap. The wrap is life. I used it religiously when I had my second baby just to have my hands free and be able to read a book to my other daughter. It was it was just nice and just to have them all snuggled onto you and yeah. you can still move your hands around, you know? Yeah. And I, it seems like it fits more naturally too, right? Like the baby. Definitely. Be super close to you Definitely. if I do it right. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't figure out how to do it. Vanessa let me use hers after Zoe had grown out of it, and I would have to have her tie me in it every time. I'm like, I can't do it. Tie me up. Can you just do it? Can you just leave it tied and then just put it on, or it will be too loose if you do that? Slip it. Put it on like a t-shirt. Yeah. Um. No, I don't think you can do that because you. Yeah, it'll feel too loose. And once you put the baby in there, you can kind of just, like, adjust it, loosen it, or tighten it as you need to. Okay. Yeah. No, I'll learn. Um, Jess, do you remember the the brand of mine? Wasn't it, like, Boba or something? Bamboo, maybe? No, I don't know. No, it wasn't. I think it was Boba. It was something with a B. Let me see if I can. It was. But I really love that one. You should look into it. And... I don't know what happened to I didn't give it to you, Jess? Not again, no. I gave it back to you for Luna. Because yeah. I love that thing. It was life. I know. So, the, yeah, so actually, the boba is the one that's on my registry. I was just, it, the name seemed familiar. So um, okay. I was doing research on those too. And that one has amazing reviews. And Yeah, it's the um, best. Yeah. 
35 pounds. Luna still fits in that for sure. She does. She's like 25, dude. For real? For reals. Oh, my little baby. Mm -hmm. I miss her. I miss both of your children like crazy. Dude. Don't make me talk about it. I'm going to cry. <laughs> dude, Elise is like trying to walk you guys she really is so fast i can't even put her down for a second we try to put her down in the middle of the room somewhere and she'll crawl to the couch and stand herself up and walk around she'll be headed to the kitchen already like get out of here tell her that i am not okay with this auntie wants her to be a baby for just a little while longer so i can freaking enjoy it because i'm not having another baby so i was really counting on your baby to feel my baby fever I know. You know, my husband tries to convince me every single day to have another one, <laughs> and I'm like, "You're insane." Well, now you're gonna have to. No, because you're gonna miss this Don't one. Don't put that evil on me. <laughs> it's a blessing, remember? I was just gonna say that. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna is. say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, her little tooth is her little first tooth is coming in, and the second one's right behind. Aww. So she is, and her smile. She has like the biggest smile now. I know she does. She's hilarious. <laughs> She's like always cracking up. Her and Justine are forever just laughing at each other or having screaming contests. It's really cute. Gonna be best with them. I know, but sometimes Justine is a little rough, and then she's just like, but she's my sister. I can do what I want. I'm like, you're tripping, girl. <laughs> you can't beat her up. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot do that. Do you and your husband have any plans on when you will have a second baby? Not the time. Um, I mean, we first want to get through this first baby and then figure it out. Um, I how think far? I would need to see how I would feel. I mean, I, I did some research, and they say that it's best to wait um, at least two years before having your next one, mm -hmm. uh, just because it's a little bit dangerous not not necessarily dangerous but your body hasn't even recovered uh before then so it takes a really long time to get fully recovered so definitely gonna wait at least two years um but probably more we'll see i know i wish i knew that information because i totally did not follow that rule you did yeah not. i mean and sometimes there are accidents right so you can't really plan for that but yeah, but Vanessa yeah. definitely, she wanted to have her oh, girls really close. Yeah, that was like, she's like, all right, we're going to try. And then like two weeks later, she's like, I'm pregnant. I was like, golly. Yeah. <laughs> How? She knew she was pregnant the minute it happened. I did. Um, Magic. <laughs> but. What was I going to say about that? Yeah, so I remember Vanessa, when she did find out about how long it takes for your body to fully recover, she was just like, dude, no wonder I went through such a hard time, but worth it because the girls are besties. I just remembered something else that you asked me before if you if I thought it was necessary for you guys to have baby hangers for the clothes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, do, do their do the baby clothes not fit into regular hangers or? No. I don't know. They don't. No, they do not. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking maybe I could just fold them, right? I don't really need to hang. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'll get a couple baby hangers. I, you know what? For boy clothes, they might be a little bit more basic, so you might get by with not buying too many baby hangers. Um, but for How the little. Are you just. Well, no, I'm just because the the little <laughs> t-shirt, you know, stuff basic boy. My baby basic. <laughs> He's not basic. Just you know what I mean. For girls, we get yeah. those like dresses on those like weird shaped onesies, and it's just how do you fold these? How do you put them away? So we have to hang them up. Right. If you're gonna do those little cute bow tie outfits and stuff, you're gonna want to at least buy two packs of hangers have like 20 hangers just in case that's a good idea um i was planning to do like some but i was i i didn't just i mean i, I didn't know if they were even really necessary and if i should order them now or if i should wait and see um, what I really need. Do you so have? You could wait until you get all your stuff from your baby showers mm -hmm. and then see. Oh, okay, this stuff goes in the yeah. drawers. It's foldable, and then I need like two or three packs to be able to put this stuff in the closet. Do you have a dresser for him already? 
So I'm getting rid of a bunch of clothes because mm-hmm. we have a little like little dresser and little closet that my husband and I have a bunch of clothes in that we're we're gonna try to get rid of so that that could be his. And for the baby room, I'm actually looking into getting, and I should I should probably order this weekend um, a little Murphy bed. And that Murphy bed that I want, it's a dresser. And it has some drawers, and then the bed comes out of it. That way, like, if we want to sleep in the baby room with the baby, we can sleep there, or we can take the baby with us in a bassinet or whatever. I love um, Murphy beds. They're so cool. Yeah, and it'll be good, too, because if my mom comes, she can stay in my room and we can go sleep in the baby room. Yes. I think we kind of talked about all the things we wanted to bring up with you. But I mentioned earlier about having a plan with your husband about who's going to take care of what. I think you guys should definitely do that. So that way, in case this COVID thing isn't over and your mom can't come up and help you, it's just going to be the two of you. So you're really going to need a lot of rest and a lot of responsibility is going to fall on him as far as feeding you guys and, you know, helping you change the baby's diapers. Because if you're going to be breastfeeding, it takes everything everything out of you and if since you're not getting that monitor you're gonna be up all night checking the baby i don't really know your husband's personality that well to know if he's gonna be up with you or if he's gonna be able to sleep through the night because ernie he just he would be out out and i would just be up all night with the baby like if you during the weekdays at least it's gonna be on me so i have to figure that out and on the weekends, we'll kind of have to figure out a plan for mm-hmm. sharing responsibilities. Because I also don't want him to be too tired and drive to work. His commute's really long, so that's, that's dangerous too. So I rather like I would even like sleep in different rooms if we need to. He's not gonna get any parental yeah. leave. He's gonna get very little, but I think we're gonna do his after I go back to work, so that we can maximize the time that we have to. Um, that we could stay with the baby so we don't have to take the baby to daycare too soon. Okay. Do you guys even know when you will be returning to work? Is he going to work now or he's still just working from home? He's working from home, but I mean, based on what we're hearing in the news and the plans, like some people are open or going back to work uh, in May, right? And he works for the local government. So I feel like they would probably make him go back at least a couple times a week. Got it. Yeah, that's a good idea, the way you guys are planning on maximizing the time before you have to send it to daycare. Yeah. But what about it? Yeah, because I think it's too small at five months to go to daycare. And your mother-in-law, she does she watch her other grandkid, or would she be willing no, to she watch doesn't. him? No, she doesn't, because uh, my cousin doesn't work right now, so she's full-time mommy. Yeah. Okay. And is that an option for you guys, to have her help watch the baby while you work? It- it could be, but she still works, so oh. we would have to figure out well, how to do that. Um, so it will be challenging anyway, so it's a lot to think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is an option. We do, like, what we prefer is having a family member um, look after our baby. So looking into, like, my husband's family and seeing who's available, like, who's retired and could do it would be probably the number one option. But otherwise, there's a daycare at my husband's job where we could take the baby to. Okay, so childcare, that's gonna be, it's interesting. It's interesting having to trust somebody else with your kids. Yeah, I mean, I my, my ideal situation would be moving back to, to Southern California and having my mom take care of our kid because my mom is a stay-at-home mom and well, she doesn't have any little kids anymore, so she's a homemaker. <laughs> and she has the time, and she likes kids, and she's really fun with them. So I would love for her to be able to take care of our baby. Because she's taking care of somebody else's baby right now, right? Yeah, my cousin's baby. Um, and that little baby stays queen because my brother and his girlfriend are having a kid, and it's also a baby boy. Yeah. So the my cousin's baby... Remains our little princess. Oh, that's good. But I'm excited for both of you guys. I think that's so cool that 
Your grandma gets to get your grandma. Your mom gets to have two grandbabies. <laughs> your mom gets to get two grandbabies at the same time. So that's pretty cute. Yeah. No, it's going to be awesome. I will say, so one of the things that, that I forgot to say earlier when you asked me about, like, the COVID situation, I've always, always imagined myself in a two-piece bathing suit, super pregnant, somewhere on a beach, and I'm not going to get to do that. Aww. And that's actually one of the things that I'm most sad about. Aww. Don't be. We can. You can just have your husband take a picture of you in a bathing suit and just superimpose it on, like, some really awesome background of, like, Bahamas well, I, I, or something. I, I've done that already. Esther. <laughs> I a picture of me in a bathing suit. It wasn't a two-piece, though, so I need to find my, my old two pieces. Yes, bust it out. Yeah. Maybe. I think I have some pictures like that, too. Not with the least, though. I was being real weird this last time. You could ask Vanessa. I was just, like, not the same. No picture time? Nope. I was, every time people, those pictures that I send you are very, like, part of a very few photos that I captured. But somebody else was asking me how, how when their stomach was going to start showing and what I looked like at 12, at 16 weeks. And I didn't even have any pictures. I don't have anything until, like, 20 weeks. I'm like, how rude. What was I thinking? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just saying that I really hate COVID for life because I just, I really, uh, I feel for you, like, and any mom that's going through this, you know, first time mom and being really excited about this beautiful time of your life and you want to share it with all of your family and have these special moments and these pictures to show the baby when you know they're here oh this was your baby shower and you know but I think you guys have devised a really beautiful plan to still make you feel really celebrated and really special so I'm looking forward to hearing about how it all went and I'm sure it's going to be great yeah, and I'll I'll have to send you guys pictures of my my fake beach vacation. Yes, I'm yes. definitely gonna pictures in in a two two piece with my huge belly. I need to see it for yeah. sure. It's gonna be so cute. Yeah. Well, we were planning to do a baby moon in Miami actually, and before like actually weeks before COVID got bad, because I mean it was already around. I was traveling a lot. I travel a lot for work, so I already knew. Uh, I needed to be really careful while traveling. My my OB had already told me to buy masks. And I was already doing everything that people are being told to do now. But I was still traveling, right? So we were planning to, to go to Miami for our baby moon. And I wanted a beach vacation because, like I told you guys, I, I really wanted to be in a two-piece bathing suit with a big belly because I don't know why that was my dream. It's cute. Uh, and now I can't do it. And... Well, we'll figure it out. I'll have to do some, some green screen. Do some time. <laughs> That'll be perfect. Yeah, I don't even have like a, like you know, there's not even a, enough sun for me to lounge outside and do something outside. So, still so gloomy. Yeah, it has been. Well, maybe it'll warm yeah. up by the end, and maybe the beaches might be opened. And empty enough for you just to go out on the sand. Are there any beaches over there? Yeah, they're too cold. Oh, for your two piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It'll be it'll be worth it for the shot. Just throw on a big robe and then like rip it off for one second while you snap a few poses and throw it back on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but, I, but, but 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 my dream wasn't just the pictures, right? It was it was like actually In the water. being there at the beach and enjoying it. So. Aww. Yeah, so I, I will definitely need to have baby number two, so I can definitely get to do that. But the thing is, I feel like by then my body's gonna be all stretched. Like right now, I still think. I mean, you feel cute still. I still feel cute, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. <laughs> um, and I feel like maybe for baby number two, I'm gonna be all stretched, and I need to be very careful. So I'm putting a lot of creams and and the bio oil and and the cocoa butter. Um, twice a day so I can stay Good. flawless but I did get one stretch mark which is not too bad it doesn't look bad at all well just keep doing what you're doing with the oils and stuff and I think you'll be fine and what about your mom did she have stretch marks she did yeah okay well still you might not get them it doesn't yeah. really yeah I think 
the bio oil, you just like literally anytime you're sitting there relaxed, just be lubing yourself up in that. A drop of it goes a really long way. So just stay consistent on it, you know? No, that's true. I go a little bit overboard with the drops. So I'd run through bio oil like there's no tomorrow. (laughs) That's funny. That's good, though. All righty, lady. Well, unless you have some other things you want to bring up or that we missed about it. No, thank you, ladies, for inviting me. This was fun. Yeah, Yeah. I told you. I don't know why you were so nervous about it. I'm glad you came on and shared your experience. I'm sure there's a lot of first-time moms that are going through the same struggles that you are and things that they're missing with their family. So it's nice, you know, that they don't have to feel alone in this. Yeah, no, and the mommy community is so strong. Like, there's so many pregnant women right now that I was not close to that I'm, like, talking to almost on a daily basis because we're asking each other questions and we're sharing stories. So I'm very thankful for for that community, too. And it just seems like motherhood really bonds us, which so I'm happy that I finally jumped the gun and I'm here with you, Jess. Yeah, I know. That's what I was telling you. Get with it. This is the club to be in. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much. And we will be checking on you and seeing how everything went after you have the baby so we can have you on so you can share your labor story. Yeah. yeah. No, and I'll be checking out more podcasts because I need to listen to your latest one. Yeah. You guys are going to be talking about one of my questions. Oh, yes. yeah. Well, we talked about with Macy. Well, I got to find out what order I'm putting these out in because, you know, they've been a little jumbled. <laughs> Well, yeah, you're up next <laughs> it's a lot of work because if you record for a long time and you have a really good conversation you have to go back and listen to everything I have to go back and listen to everything and since I'm editing it everything is at least twice as long so this hour and a half it's going to take me probably like three or four hours to go through holy fuck we'll stop recording so <laughs> I know. we gotta end this baby <laughs> and on that note on that note <laughs> Vanessa, tell them what to do. Stay moody, guys. Say moody mommies. Moody mommies. Moody mommies podcast.